Come on, Shay, and welcome back to another exciting, action-packed, fun-filled episode of the Old Man on the Mountain podcast, the mm-hmm. podcast where young people, let me finish, right. tell stories. I just got this, I think you've made up a lot of promises, uh, 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 and I don't know if we can fulfill them. Well, we'll, we'll try. try. All right, explain what the podcast is. Well, young people tell stories they may or may not tell their kids. This is the 22nd such episode of That Tomfoolery. My name is Jim Hall, and I'm joined by Craig Massey. As always, hello. And we have a very special guest today. It's a very good friend from Salem, New Hampshire, by way of New York City. South Central Salem. South Central Salem. Ooh. Ms. Allison Kylie with two L's. In the Allison. 603, motherfucker. Oh! Ooh, started off with a swear. <laughs> Sorry, Jan. Come on, Shay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Allison made it! Yay! <laughs> Uh, Wait, I, can we talk about first that when Jim Hall tells stories and he's standing up, he paces. But right now, <laughs> we're sitting in a row, and he's sitting back and forth. So even sitting down, you do I'm something yeah. the equivalent of pacing. Sometimes tend to, uh, Jim rubs his thighs. Yes! I will do that, yes. As pointed out by Allison Gumbel one time. To very embarrassing effect at a Denny's, I believe. Which you know, yeah. I never realized it. I was, <laughs> never knew. It was devastating to your <laughs> psyche, Jim. Well, it's weird when you realize that you have this tick that everyone's noticed and you didn't realize you did it. And, you, and it's like you kind of learn something about yourself. You're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's obvious. And you that. start noticing it every day. You're like, oh, I am rubbing my legs. Damn it. Well, that's yeah. like one. I remember after you guys had moved out to the West Coast, one of our like Christmas time reunions, Craig and I were standing around a bar. And sometimes the way I stand is a little pigeon toed. And Craig was like, oh, the Kylie stance. I missed that. <laughs> and I was like. What? Oh, yeah. Then she started crying and then ran into the street. And I have to go cry now. That was like when I hurt my knee, or I hurt my leg in track when I was a freshman, and then I, I walked with a funny limp. Yeah, well, to believe it. Uh, I walked with a funny limp, and Jared McGuire referred to it as the Jim Hall shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, it was a limp that I didn't realize I had, and that led to my knee getting totally screwed up in college, because I was walking funny for like four years on it. Aww. Yay! <laughs> well, um, well, my body's pretty much perfect. I'm pretty okay. tuned. Yeah. It's a good way to rein this one in. I don't really have any sort of defects. I don't have any sort of uh, you take, ticks. You take glucosamine. Didn't you? Uh, I haven't taken it in a while, but I should, actually. Didn't you throw your back out sneezing the other day, though? Oh, uh, I, I might have done that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You say, like, it's a secret, but yet you posted it on Twitter. <laughs> yes, I twatted about it. Whatever. Oh, that's Aww. gross. What? That's the verb. Colbert, he said it. My brother calls it Clitter. Oh. oh, you, you well, can follow him at Piss Piley, ladies and gentlemen. Piss Piley? Yeah. What a jabroni. <laughs> I don't, certainly don't smell what he's cooking. No. If you smell. Yeah, jabroni, the rock. What Chris remember, Piley remember, remember is the rock? cooking. I remember the rock. Yeah, the people's elbow. I mean, great. Kylie was more okay. of a DX fan. Oh, so. right, right, yeah. DX. Uh, that was the people who did that. This, the degeneration suck it sign when they did the the X, X over your crotch yeah oh I remember that Triple H yeah. Nashua New Hampshire ah Hunter Hearst Trashua I believe his real name is Paul Levake which is hilarious Ooh, that seems me. like he should be from wow. Canada I know well a lot well, of a lot yeah, of French Canadians the equivalent the, the southern New Hampshire equivalent that's the truth <laughs> it sure is yeah. ain't it Taint. Um, did we say that Al, we went Taint to high school with, with Allison? yeah we went to high school with Allison I got to know Allison through. Uh, one of my best buds, Dana Klein, we've mentioned on this podcast many times. Not sure if he listens or not. Dana, probably not. I, I wouldn't think so, but he's welcome to. 
He and perhaps would enjoy. I'll it. be sure to pass on that message. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm fair. I'm fairly certain that Dana and I only became friends because he was madly in love with Sarah Nigrelli. Yes. Oh. Although I don't think I, we were out. talking about this earlier. We right? were. I, I'm sure that might have been a subconscious motivation, perhaps, yes. but I don't think he was that cold and calculating, True. or that really kind of, I don't want to say heartless, but sort of like, I'm going to become friends with this girl, so I can be become, <laughs> no, I, don't I don't think, think that, so. that really is how his mind works. But it might have, you know, maybe He's in the back of his mind. He's not that smart. <laughs> yeah, he only builds satellites, so he doesn't have to, <laughs> he doesn't shoot them off enough. Yeah. It's not like it's rocket science or anything, guys. Oh. So. GML. Nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's just saying a random word. It's Dugats. You're not up on all so, of our inside of jokes anymore. I uh, know. It's sad. So that's how, that's, how Jim, that's how Jim and I became friends, through Dana. And then I guess I met Craig through Jim, really. Yeah, I think so. Because you guys were hanging out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all just been the best of friends ever since. The best Yay. of friends. Although I don't think I've talked to you online or anything in months. I, I, didn't, I just realized, like, ah, oh, we don't really ever talk. You know why? Because, so I'm ridiculously reliant on Gchat. And I never. I see use Gchat. I never I'm always on it. I'm you, always oh, on it. Oh, because I don't have your. I never had your Gmail address. Oh, that's why. So now we can Gchat. Oh, all perfect. The why time. don't you guys give away your Gmail addresses to everyone so they can talk to you too? Oh, so well. I'm going to do that after I give away my social security number. Cool. Yeah. I want to go order of priority of personal information on the internet. Cool. A pin number seven five seven 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 eight. Oh. Seven five seven seven eight. No, seven five seven 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 eight. Oh That's what it no, is. I don't. Whatever. Well, we'll just email everyone after. Okay. If I were a little oh, man, I'm on the website at gmail.com. And Gmail. Gmail. Gchat us. Yeah. Well, not you. You're not. You don't have that. I thought password. it was like yeah, a you're collective. not the star. <laughs> no, you're not the star. <laughs> I do have that password. It's um, I love Dave Matthews Band sixty nine. <laughs> oh. It's D. It's four twenty DMB sixty nine. We changed it. Under oh, the table and dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, baby. Satellite <laughs> in my. Wow. Satellite in my eye. Dana. I was I more of a heard. Guster fan myself. Ah. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Jim. Two points for honesty. Okay? Oh yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I... Some, <laughs> there's something about that uh, acoustic guitar and bongos. It's just it really, yeah, yeah, really did it for me. You know, the bongos—they get me every time. Yeah, I just want to drop my pants as soon as I hear it. The bongos. Well, anyway, the bongos. <laughs> the, the bongos. <laughs> the bongos. Jim's been, Jim's been adding uh, the the letters L and R to random words. Yes. Trying to do the the second syllable a lot of times. Jim, yeah. Jill Mahal, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay, let's take a quick break. We just went off the rails really fast there. Let's take a break and then do what we're here to do. I've always wondered what happens when you take a break when you're just sitting in front of a well, computer. Recording. You're about to find out. Don't tell anybody. Okay, state secret. We do push-ups. Can I do girl push-ups? Yes. Okay. Yes. You can use your knees. I'm gonna do push-ups on my knee. That sounds bad. Well, you shouldn't have said it then. Sorry, Jan. Oh, she's not going to respond. Okay, let's take a break. Yeah, I don't think she's right. listening. All right, yeah, let's do, let's do that break. Hey, good job, guys. Thanks. Allison Kylie. Allison Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> oh, that almost was awesome. Well, next uh, time, we'll get him next time. Yeah. That's me. 
yes, it's going to tell us a story. Okay, go! <laughs> if I lived in Los Angeles, it would be like this all the time. Yes, it would. Okay, I'm going to Unfortunately for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to tell my story now. Um, I'm going to state up front, mostly for Craig's mom. You, you want to tune out, Mrs. Massey? This story is about poop. 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 <laughs> anyway, poop. You know, we always apologize to Craig's mom, but I know my dad is an avid listener, too, so I also apologize to you, John. Yeah, whatever, old man. And that sounds funny to say, because I've never actually called my dad John in his presence, mm. ever. I would, I would always apologize. I'm sure my dad would want to listen to this, and my dad uh, is a gentleman, and he does not curse, so he would be horrified at the amount of cursing yeah. on this podcast, so I apologize, Big Ben. The fuck are you going to do, right? Hey. I don't know. Hey, tell me anyway. to shove it up his ace. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> this... Take your opinions, Vin, and cram them. <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> Put that in your refrigerator and sell it. Roll oh. it in that tight pod and cram <laughs> it up. Sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Carly. He's I'm not sorry. listening. He doesn't even know what a podcast is. No, he'll probably listen. He's going to listen. <laughs> yeah. What's his I... iTunes? Was it like a CD player? What is that? I, I, taught, him. I taught him how to use iTunes, Uh-oh. actually. Oh. I did. I, 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 I don't... I don't want to keep you from telling your story, I but I just thought of something that we should tell your dad. That exactly how full my beard is. Oh my gosh! Yes! Dad! Craig's beard! I'm finally a man. It finally happened. <laughs> he made fun of me years ago. I was like trying to grow a beard. He's like, what the hell are you doing? What we get some face? beach fuzz on there? Yeah. <laughs> he was a real jerk. Speaking of beards, I'm going to tell my poop story now. Okay. Okay, fine. What does that have to do with beards? That's this is going to be a really gross story. <laughs> a poop beard? Oh! <laughs> It's a real thing, Jim. <laughs> Welcome to America. Oh, poop bird. I've heard that word. Okay, sorry. Go. I think I see that on Craigslist all the time. <laughs> poop birds? Yeah. Personals. Um, all right. Missed connection. <laughs> I'm looking for my poop beard. You had a poop beard. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. No one is going to listen to this podcast all right. at all. Okay. We're done. All right. So this story takes place um, in what were the, the really the dark ages of my life, which was middle school. Had a terrible, terrible experience in middle school. I know that doesn't make me special. No. But um, it, I, I do have to state for the record that I was just angry and sad and angry and sad all the time. Yeah, I don't know if it makes you special, but it makes you relatable. And uh, I think a lot of people feel the same way. Great. Sure. Okay. And special. So in March of seventh grade, um, I had to go to environmental camp for a week. And it was a week where middle schoolers would go to... We went to a camp in Peterborough, New Hampshire, which is in the lovely White Mountains of New Hampshire. Oh, home of uh, documentary, document, documentary filmmaker Ken Burns. Yes, yes, yes. Maker of the National Parks, available on Netflix streaming. <laughs> Among others. Yes. Um, so when I was in seventh grade, I had, I had, I had a few friends, but... It just so happened that none of them were really going on this environmental camp trip because I was going with my class and a couple of other classes, and I just never, I really didn't have a lot of friends in these classes. But what, the, the, your friends like the McCains and the Bushes? And yeah. The, oh, um, I got political, sorry. Well, so Sarah, Sarah Nigrelli was my one of my best friends growing up, and she was supposed to go, but she got scared of staying away from home. So she backed out at the last minute. 
My other really good friend was my neighbor, Vicky Larco. And, mm-hmm. Great and girl. Love Victoria Louise. And Victoria was not on, on the team that was going. Jam, Vicky. Uh, <laughs> Jam. It's um, an inside joke. Yeah. Inside jokes make podcasts really successful. I think well, yeah. for her, she'll enjoy it if she yeah. listens to this. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know, like the boys bunked together and the girls bunked together. And I wound up in a bunk with kind of the cool girls who I really didn't fit in with, but I was like, I, I don't really know what else to do. So the camp is off to an okay start. I mean, I really don't want to be there. And basically every single activity, which are real like kumbaya, granola, yeah, touchy feely activities where you have ice to like breakers and stuff. ice breakers, you Ugh, have to eat, worst. you know, eat a grilled cheese and talk about your feelings and, and things like that. <laughs> hey, I like the grilled cheese. Well, part. When you say environmental camp, was it about saving the environment or about living in it? It was. It was about recognizing that you know we are surrounded by resources that we often take advantage of. So the activities during and learning and sort of growing as a, a group of students together. So. Um, we did a ropes course. We went on a really long hike, which is actually going to be the central part of the story. Okay. We did like trust activities, you know, trust falls when you're a seventh grader who's like five, eight and weighs 160 pounds <laughs> like I did. And then all the seventh grade boys are like 110 dripping wet or not a fun thing. Um, I did a trust fall one time, like randomly. I actually, we had been doing them and I, I, I forget if it was in the jitsu class I was in or in gym class. But I just we had been doing them, and I, I just went, trust fall, and fell, and nobody caught me. I literally landed on my back. I stayed, I, to my credit, I didn't bend. Yeah. I just stayed flat and landed on my back. Stop. Yeah. Did you stop trusting people after that? A little bit. Yeah, well, it was my fault, though. I could recognize it. Like, they were like, I didn't have time. Like, I, just went, I literally was like, trust fall, go, and fell backwards. They lost a lot of trust in you, I think. Maybe you were impulsive. Hey, respect. You learn it, you earn it. Continue. <laughs> so... The week gets off to a start. I don't really know who to hang out with. We're doing all these icebreaker activities. And my friend Jared um, and I were hanging out a lot together because we both kind of felt like outsiders. And Jared actually went through a horrible, horrible time in middle school because he was like viciously, viciously bullied. And I, I, you know, I really felt for him and um, kind of stuck by him during the initial hours and days of environmental camp. But then I started to feel like he was just sticking to me too much. Mm. And I was sort of, I'm, I'm a person, I need a lot of alone time. He's like, if you, inv- you, you throw a party and you invite this friend who has no friends there, then they yeah. stick with you, but you're kind of hosting. So you're like, exactly. sorry. Exactly. I gotta leave you alone. Exactly. So between. That's why I don't ever go to parties. Or have them. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I don't I don't, know. I don't know how to interact with people. <laughs> Between Jared attached to my hip and sharing a bunk with the mean girls uh, and having no alone time and eating, you know, really crappy camp food, I was like, this is not a good week. You didn't love the bug juice? Oh, I loved that show. We've talked about that show, I think. Have we talked about it? I don't think we have. Maybe we can talk about it later. But I was thinking about the actual drink bug juice. No, we we didn't have bug juice. So we, I mean, we had like... We had food that was, you know, marinated in butter, cooked in oil, served in lard, really shot right through ya. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, on about the second day of camp, we um, did a few activities. We were going to do a ropes course, so we did a few practice activities where we learned how to 
use the belay system and actually, um, you know, we like students were responsible for each other's lives sure. and safety yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. Um, when they were on the ropes course. So we did a training and Jared was my partner and he was not paying attention <laughs> at all. And he I was... He didn't memorize the commands like, on belay, yeah, belay on, <laughs> falling, fall away. <laughs> no, he did not. So I was kind of pissed off about that because I, I was also like a little bit of a goody goody. So I was just like, why can't everyone just pay attention and focus? I remember being, having those thoughts too as a kid. Yeah. Like in fourth grade when just you're in class attention. and no one can shut up. I just wanted to be like, everybody, just shut up for 10 minutes here and then we'll be done. Yeah. Like, it would be better for everybody if everybody just, just you, did what the teacher said and paid attention. Hey, you don't have to talk right now. There's nothing to and say. And we are the children of educators. Surprise, surprise. Yes, yeah, there you go. So... I was a son of Greek immigrants, so whatever. <laughs> so we did we did the practice belaying. Jared didn't pay attention. I was getting pissed. There was, you know, another activity at night where he wanted to skip out on it and tried to convince me to. And I was like, no, just just play along. You know, it's like if you can't beat him, join him. But he did not feel the same way. We did the ropes course and on the third day, I think, and he wanted he wanted to be my partner on like the bit, the official ropes course. And I was like, like, no dude, dude, you were not paying attention. There is no way I am trusting my very large 13 year old body for my, for my age with you, your very small body for your age. And he got really, really angry about that. Cause he saw that as like a breach of loyalty. Right. Cause we were outsiders together, mm-hmm. but then I made him an outsider from our outsider couple. And that, wow. that's like middle school sacrilege. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not I nice. So I think late, I don't know, later that day, maybe it's earlier in the week because it, for me, it seemed like the rest of the week was torture. But I think the next day we went, we were to go on a seven mile hike. I was, I was excited about Jesus, that. Middle school. Was seven oh miles? yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 So we went on us we went on this really long hike and before we left we had a good breakfast. A breakfast that was as I mentioned, marinated in butter, cooked in oil, served on a pile on a bed in a sea of lard with a side of olestra. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think the the meal was called anal leakage. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, dot com. Dot com. <laughs> it's a real thing. So It's awesome. No, it's not awesome. It's not a real thing. Sorry. But hey, just take a leak. <laughs> oh, oh, I need to take a leak. <laughs> like right now? Do we need to take a break? No, no, no. I can oh, okay. So. <laughs> he just went. You well, it's your couch. So Nick, whatever. You're, uh, not, you're not clenching. Um, this, this podcast is really scatological. Okay, to all parents, I apologize. Yeah, whatever. So, um... We go on the hike. So I, ha- I have the breakfast. So I- I'm, all- I'm also a little bit of a garbage pail when it comes to food. Like I will, I'll eat anything. I'll try anything once. I have a, a good appetite. So I ate the big breakfast. We go on the hike. If you actually made, if they made a card out of you, garbage pail kid, you would yeah, be appetite Alice. I would be appetite Alice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we start the hike and probably a mile in, I'm like, oh man, I gotta go. So I let, you know, we stopped for a minute and, um, I went to the bathroom in the woods. Like, uh, you know, I went, yeah. the, the counselor was like, for anybody who needs to go to the bathroom, yeah. here's the protocol. Here's a good spot. Go ahead. So I went, no big deal. Yeah. Popped a squat. Popped a squat. Mm-hmm. It was no big deal to me because, so I grew up fishing with my dad. Right. And when you're on the boat and nature called, you sat on the bucket 
Any, oh, any okay. guys went to the front of the boat. Yep. And then you just dumped it overboard. Because when you're so a guy, you into the wind, the world is your urinal. Right. When you're a man. It's right. pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I was kind of a tomboy growing up, so that it, to me, I had I had no shame. So I got back to the group, and Jared, who was kind of mad at me at this point from betraying him on the on the road right, course, right, right. and you did betray him, but he betrayed you by not paying attention. Exactly. It was mutual betrayal. Mm-hmm. And um, Jared said. Oh, how did you just pee? And I was like, Oh, well, actually, I just had to poop. And he was like, Oh, had to pinch a loaf. My God, that is so disgusting. Mm. And I was like, Dude, come on. You, yeah, what, everyone, you never. Hey, did they read that book? Everybody poops. Yeah. yeah. So he decided to use my pooping in the woods as leverage for him no longer being an outsider at environmental Uh-oh. camp. Oh, hey. Hey, commend him for that. That's pretty ingenious. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, and that's cold blood. It's like poop. I could use this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I? Sc- no, I'm gonna use it socially. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. I could, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. me think about this. Pretty pretty much immediately, he shunned me. Like I was like, Jared, come on, and he was like, Don't get too close to me. You smell like shit. Oh, uh, that's really mean. Yeah, he was really mean about it. And I was like, Jared, and. Everybody, of course, saw him, like, teasing me, so they were like, what's so funny? And he was like, Kylie just took a shit in the woods. And, and, like, because he made it sound so gross, everybody was like, ew, gross. Oh, in middle school. So we were hiking with, you know, a group of maybe, like, ten kids. Because in, in the camp, there were, like, maybe 50 or 60 of us, but right. then we were all in small groups for these activities. So the group of ten kids for the rest of the six miles or whatever, I really don't remember much, but... Everybody was kind of just, like, weird and not talking to me. And yeah. Jared, all of a sudden, was no longer an outsider. And, um... And what are you going to do as a kid? Be like, it's not that bad. Come on. Like, well, stop making fun of me. It's like, it just makes it I worse. Yeah, because well, you yeah. did. Yeah. And, and I tried, and... She took a big shit. It, I did. And I, I tried, I mean, I tried to, like, follow all of the classic anti-bullying protocols right. where, like, ha, ha. You, you ignore them, you try to laugh with them, you try to make your own jokes about it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. was working. Like, uh, this is why I feel for kids who are bullied, because truly, that is a load of poop. Mm-hmm. Ah. There's nothing poop you can That's a lot of poop on your shoulder. So, yeah. <laughs> Brush uh-huh. that off. <laughs> so we get back from the no, hike. I don't know what that meant. We get back from the hike, and, like, <laughs> each of these ten kids in the hike group, they are, like, minions of poop-spreading rumors. Oh, so no. I think they. That's I despicable. Think, I think some of them told the other kids that I had like pooped my pants. Right, I think yeah. some of them. You can see it through the pants. It was gross. Yeah, you can smell it all the way down it's the Like trail. she still smells. Oh my god. Uh, I think some of them said like, um, you know, like oh she like we saw her do it. <laughs> like she didn't go far enough into the woods. Like we saw it like coming out of her butt. You know, like terrible. <laughs> like, or, like things that like thirteen year olds. Sure. Say. Yeah. 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 Well, it's being poop is and supposed to be. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I was like, since when is poop a bully-worthy offense? Like, I thought, it, I thought everybody poops. Right. So, um, and I remember eventually everybody, like, I would walk by someone. I remember that night I walked by someone at dinner, and they were like, "You're so gross, Allison." And back in the bunk with the mean girls, they were they were like, "I don't want you to sleep near me because you pooped." Oh, and that's just silly. For the rest of the week, people would so walk. So then he just took a shit in every one of their beds. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty 
Nice. You want to know about poop? Hey, I'm going to show you about poop. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Oh, like, well, yeah, exactly. And then people yeah, that's like, a new, new definition of the word shitless. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and I remember, I remember being in, there was like an assembly, you know, some sort of final presentation, and I, I sat down and people moved their seats. Aww. And there were even a couple, like, there were a couple people Jesus. who, I remember this, this one kid, um, I, I'm trying not to use last names here, but, so there is this one kid who we were talking about earlier, actually, his name's Anthony, and he was always kind of, he was a really nice guy and he was popular at the same time, which was always refreshing. But I feel like even he joined in on it. And at one point walked by me and was just like very quietly. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just just thought to myself, you too, Anthony, you too. At two, Anthony. Mm -hmm. At two, Anthony. So what's, what's funny about this story? Well, or what's yeah, it? yeah. What's funny about this? <laughs> I don't what's know, arguably actually. funny about this story? <laughs> when we, when we take Please. our next break, I'm gonna go cry in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you just but, realize um, <laughs> she pooped. <laughs> she pooped. <laughs> I saw her do it. I saw her do it. Are, so gross. Are, the party I was gonna say, are you gonna tell all your friends who I haven't met yet? Um, yeah, good thing they won't hear this until after you're already long gone. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's true, it's true. Because you should be embarrassed with this. I know. But what's funny about it? Because no one else poops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the only one who poops. Um, so what's kind of like not funny, but just sort of archetypal, if you will, uh, to the middle school years is how quickly people just drop something and move on to the next yeah. bullying victim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because literally. As, as soon as we got back to Salem, my hometown, and we got, I was like, oh man, school is going to suck on Monday. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody forgot about it. I and it was thing... like, never mentioned again. Oh, that's good then. You dodged a bullet. I did, do- I did dodge a bullet, and I, I w- but I was so angry at that. But it's funny, because I kind of let it go too. Like, I was so angry at Jared, but then, and I told my parents... And actually, I was telling my mom, I was retelling my mom the story recently, and she was like, I don't really remember that. I don't really remember this happening. It really sounds like it affected mm. you. And I was like, yeah, it did. Um, but I do remember consciously thinking, like, I understand why he did this. He is always, always, like, ferociously, mercilessly teased and bullied. It, first must, chance feel, it to... must feel really good to get that microscope off you. Mm. And um, I actually, uh, the, the postscript to this story, because um, the story is actually anticlimactic. You know, I was bullied. People went by me in the hallway for four days, and then nothing happened ever again, and I was a totally normal and well-adjusted teenager for the rest of my teenage years. Relatively. Relatively. Um, and Scatologically. Scatologically. Uh, but what's... The, the postscript to this story is I do have... I, I kept diaries all through elementary school and middle school, and I have all my old diaries, and there is a really, really awesome entry um, about this experience. <laughs> and the a few years ago, there was a, a diary reading night in New York called Cringe. And I, I read it Cringe. I think I heard about that. Yeah. I read it Cringe. and um, Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was sort of auditioning stories with my friends and, and Matt, my boyfriend at the time. And... Um, I read the poop story. And that's and Matthew Fox from Lost, right? Yes. Wow. Really I, shouldn't have let him go. Big mistake. We used to call him Foxy Fox. Oh. Um, so. Not very clever, but I see why you'd call him. <laughs> that even makes Good sense. Good looking guy. Good looking guy. 
Um, so when I read the that diary entry to Matt, my to Matthew Fox, my old boyfriend, um, there is a line where I say, "Yeah, big deal. I, Allison Joy Kylie, took a shit in the woods." And Matt was like, "Oh man, you got to read this at cringe." And I was like, "I can't, I can't. My coworkers are going to be there." Right, right, right. Um, so I never read it, even though he begged me. So I, I think that this, I have to, he's my ex-boyfriend, but we're friendly and he's a lovely, lovely dude. So I think that I have to yeah, dedicate. Yeah, he's very beautiful. <laughs> I have to dedicate this podcast to my, my ex-boyfriend, Matthew Fox, um, and end it with, yeah, I, Allison Kylie, took a shit in the woods. Nice. So that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, she, I think she wanted us to end it and take a break, but I don't think we're going to do yeah. that. I think we're going to have to ridicule her. <laughs> ridicule. Well, what's funny is that I was I was too embarrassed to read it at Cringe, and yet I'm sure I'm going to you know post this link on Facebook and be like, listen to me talk about poop on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it reminds me, and especially at the end, we're talking about like you know being open about it and talking to people about it with uh, from Sarah Silverman's autobiography, um, Bedwetter. And, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's super good. I want to. I love Sarah. Almost Sussman. as good as your story. Also a New Hampshire native. Yes, yes. New Hampshire. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, with Paul Levink. Yes, <laughs> and, and yeah, in the WWE's China. China. Also heroines and uh, methamphetamines. China. <laughs> My dad used to work out at this gym in Londonderry that China was at before she was famous, before she was really anybody, and it was just weird. He always thought it was like, wow, this like this woman is huge and kind of looks like a man a little bit. He was like kind of weirded out by her a little bit because she's like pretty like mm-hmm. huge. And then she and ran then, onto the well, woods. Then and took a shit. Yeah! Well, we were watching wrestling when like we inadvertently got into it in <laughs> so high school. Gross. And I was watching it one night, like, doing math homework or something, like Monday Night Raw. And he's like, "Whoa, I know her." I'm like, "Come on!" And he's like, "No, she used to work at the gym in Londonderry." I'm like, "Dad." London Dairy, come on. And then it turns out she used to, really did used to work out there. Just another one of John's right. old tales. <laughs> well, we, we Such a liar. It. I found out years later, or like a year or two later, that Nikki Turner, who did gymnastics, oh, yeah. China was her personal trainer, and she oh, worked out gosh. in London Dairy. So I'm like, holy shit, my dad really did see China a bunch That's of times. Crazy. It's oh. crazy. Hmm. All right, well, we also, should take a break. Robert Frost. Yep. He's from New Hampshire. Yep. Alan Shepard. Franklin Pierce. Uh Christa Daniel Ma- Webster. Krista McAuliffe. Aww. Adam Sandler. Um, uh, Seth Meyers. Fake president Je- uh, Jedediah something from the oh, West Wing. Oh, my, what was his name? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I know his first name. We do need, we need to take a break because we need to IMDB that. All yeah. right. That's going to IMDB that shit. Blow your mind. That's, wow. called, that's called a callback. All right, let's take a break. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was that was a nice little break. I told Allison that she was not allowed to introduce this one. But I changed her mind. Introduce Craig. No. She's not going to? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Introduce me! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to introduce Craig Lawrence Massey with my own story about Craig Lawrence Massey. A very short story. Um, he... That'll be... When we were in high school, um, I remember, I think we were going rock climbing at that indoor gym. Mm. 
and maybe the gym. Maybe Dana was Rock got, City, baby. Drake at Mass. Yeah. Rock maybe City. I think Rock City. Wow, I forgot about that. Maybe mm. Dana was driving the the old Cadillac. Um and I was in I was in the back seat and we picked up Craig and uh Craig said to me, Kylie, I have a present for you. And he gave me a, a leopard print watch band because I loved leopard print. Well, that was nice of me. When I was that age. So uh, here is Craig Massey, the kind of guy who will buy you a leopard print watch band. Hey, class act all the way. And <laughs> He'll buy you a watch band and then forget changed. about it 15 years later. <laughs> <laughs> I do so many nice things for a lot of people, Jim. No, I'm not, I'm not faulting you. <laughs> Introducing Craig Massey, who does so many nice things, he can't keep track of them. Hey, thank you for that nice introduction. You're a good Allison Kylie. I am. I give and I give, and I don't ever expect. And uh, and then I'm going to tell you a story about something that happened in my childhood. Hey. Hell super ease. <laughs> um, so, uh, previously, uh, Allison's story uh, was about bullying, and I'm just going to tell a really short one about something bad that happened to me. Okay. Um, so, I think this was like in middle school... Seventh grade going through into eighth grade, maybe this summer, uh, I was a uh, heavier and I wanted to lose some weight. So uh, I started to ride my bike around um, and do like, you know, seven or eight miles and just kind of like pedal through. And then like, you know, uh, it was good. It was fun. I got uh, out of the house, out of, away from the computer. You know, you can only play so much alone in the dark or Monkey Island <laughs> yeah. or Gabriel Knight or any of those other adventure games. Um, so I got out of the house and I, and I started losing a little bit of weight. And then one day, as I was driving, uh, I was riding my bike up Range Road, uh, a car full of, I guess, teenagers. I think I recognized one of them who was in our class. I, th- I, I don't want to say who it was, because I'm not entirely sure. But they drove past me, and they all just, like, timed it out perfectly and just all took, like, hawked a loogie at me. Like, oh! Like, five of them. Oh! <laughs> It was like like hitting me like a different. Oh place. no! Yeah, and I, I was feeling so good about myself. I'm like, oh, I'm losing weight. Like I'm gonna you know yeah. try to be healthy and like you know go into eighth grade or go into high school. Like you know feeling a little more svelte. And they just spit on me for no reason. Oh. And I didn't go. I couldn't. Like I felt so weird about. It. I didn't go out back up biking again after that that summer. That was it. That was the last time you went biking. That Never. I mean that summer I mean like I wouldn't go, I'd probably go hang out with Recov but I didn't like go out to like lose weight and to be oh man not for a workout yeah not Is for that... not, I, I I always did my stretches and I just I never anticipated the the spitting you know I didn't it was like <laughs> the episode of Seinfeld <laughs> Is that why now every time you ride your bike you wear a raincoat Uh yes <laughs> Well also little the, known fact yeah well. Uh, I was about to make a Hurricane Katrina joke. I don't think I'm going to do that. Too soon. I'm not going to go for it. Uh, But that that is why I wear the raincoat. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, that's not really a funny story. But uh, oh, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. I'm sorry. Keep it keep it short. I suppose. But that's what happened. You know, I eventually did. You know, end up losing weight. Bought a treadmill. I remember the treadmill. It's classic. People can't spit at you when you're on the treadmill. No, they certainly can't. Well, they could, but you have nowhere to go. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, that would be a really special and horrible circumstance if someone's spitting at me while I'm, like, (laughs) in my room, like, in the treadmill, or, like, on the treadmill that's in my room. And let's get a visual here. It's not just, like, spitting. They were, like... Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it was incredible... Like accuracy, because I was hit all over. The, like, the play-by-play like, play was like, like the one oh, shirt was like, ah, like, like, like pull over, like on the side, like oh, just man. like to stand there, like man, like what the fuck? I wish, why? I why wish would you they would do say that? Who you thought it was? Because I really want to know who this 
was. We can talk about it off mic, but I just I, I think it was this. I, but I, I can't I can't say for sure. But I thought I recognized that kid Sal. I don't even remember his last. Oh, name. Sal Salvador Penelator. Uh, but I don't like. I think that's like the last time I remember even seeing his face. But I think I don't think he came back to school with us after that. You know, I believe that was him. He was a punk, and you know maybe he's all right now. I don't know. He was a punk. Yeah. Sorry, Sal. No, if <laughs> it wasn't you, I'm Sal. I'm sure you're listening, Sal. You were a punk. Hopefully, you're not a punk anymore. Mm-hmm. And not even like. Like a cool punk, like into like music and like you know mohawk. It was like the other form of the word punk, meaning like you're just a jag off. Yeah, you're the kind of kid that your parents are like. Oh god, mm-hmm. but your parents are probably in jail. That's probably why you're so bad. Also, yeah. I'm pr- I'm like ninety five percent sure that Joey Donahue also was in the car and spit on me. Joey Donahue. No, I'm just kidding. Know, Joey Donahue know. was like the nicest guy. We were oh, I'm sure. Who was that? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah he was I like super to, funny and nice. I used to think of him. I was just okay, as was like, like, the joke fell flat. Sorry. He was like the human personification of like droopy dog. Like okay, <laughs> he's like super like not not, not sad, not yum, depressed. Yum. He was yeah. the most like I guess the word would be milk toast. The most like just like maybe he was you know, really like, funny. Like he, no, but no, nice, yeah. but totally like so fucking mellow. Yeah, but not like stoner mellow. Yeah. I probably just painfully shy. That's probably really yeah, all it was. He wasn't yeah, sad. Yeah, wasn't yeah but like, if, you, if you got to know him, he got he did some funny shit. He he drew a picture of me that he that he drew a picture of a Polaroid picture, like the front of it, and then he like made 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 that seem like it was a picture of me, and then he flipped it over and he put gears on the back, and he flipped it was like here's a picture of you. Like, I drew on a Polaroid picture. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Thanks. And then I flipped it over and there was gears, and he was like, yeah, I put gears, because that's how Polaroid pictures work. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, I thought it was that was funny. Yeah, whatever happened to Joey Donahue? Do you have you ever like? I mean, is he even on Facebook or anything? I want to know now. I don't know. Like, I want to know like what happened to him. What does he do? Is he I married? That's, that's a mission, America. Let's I find out. What, let's let's find out and harass Joey Donahue. I think he went to Salem High School. He was literally. Him. He's the kind of guy that wouldn't be a blip on your radar. Like he would just be kind of like I barely. I never. I don't think I ever talked to him. Like maybe like I, mean, I remember being friendly with him. Maybe like like hey, what's up? Sort of, but mm-hmm. even that, it was more like, almost like, I guess I was a nice guy, and I was like, I'm supposed to be talking to this guy, we should, and then, it, but yeah. not, but he never was bullied either, he was just like, yeah. just there, he just was, it really weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't weird, it was weird. Well, that, maybe, maybe this is a really good opportunity for us to plug the Salem High School class of 2000, 10-year high school reunion. Yeah. At the Yard in Manchester, New Yard, November... 2010, Thanksgiving weekend. Is it Friday, Saturday or Friday after Thanksgiving? I have no idea. I don't remember. I have to look again. And I think I and I've got to put the shout out to uh, a number of people who've been doing a lot of work for that. Uh, yeah, Craig being me. the vice president of yeah. the class and hasn't done a goddamn thing to plan this. Uh, as always, well, I just got to maintain how it works. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, since high school, we've got uh, Natalie Sears doing a lot of the work, Kendra, um, uh, Heather. Lescarbo, and now she has a different last name. Oh, yeah, she's married. Yeah. Um, also graduated chiropractor school, and I think mm-hmm. is doing some good work for some good people. You think Jen Vong is involved uh, in the planning? I don't think I heard from Jen Vong. Uh, maybe. I, 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 she's probably done more work than me. I mean, I don't know what to do from over here. But, and also, who else? Oh, um, Holly Boyko. And if oh, I yes. forgot anyone else. Cheers. Oh, cheers I know to you guys. Kendra Mertz has been Yeah, I already involved. said Kendra. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't say Mertz, though. Oh, come on. Well, give her, give her her due. 
I don't know if any of these people are listening. I would love it if I found out that Natalie Sears was listening, though. I think Me she too. would enjoy this stuff. I think she, I think would, she would. Natalie Sears is super I wonder, funny. I wonder if Natalie was in the group of students who went to environment. No, I don't think she was in the environmental camp story. I don't think she was. I feel like she would have been an ally. Natalie would not have made farting noises. No, she wouldn't have made fun of you. She couldn't. She doesn't have that bone in her body. No, she doesn't. But she doesn't. And she's a school teacher yeah, right now, sorry. from what I, I can tell. I was just remembering Natalie falling down at graduation. That what? was so great. I don't remember that. She laughed about yeah, it. Yeah, she did laugh about it. I don't even remember that so happening. It was so funny. What happened? What was it? She oh, just fell. Well, she just fell down, it was, like, it was down the really, ramp. It was so funny. It was a wow. really rainy day. And the um, I remember I, I graduated <laughs> barefoot because I thought I was a hippie. Yeah, I, I, like, <laughs> I liked Dave Matthews band, and I had a. I like camping. Cele- Fuck you! <laughs> I had a celestial design tattoo at the age of eighteen. Um, I forgot my actually, fucking Birkenstocks. If my, okay, if my parents are listening to this, I just outed myself about my first tattoo. They don't know about it. Do they um, never see the tattoo? No, they've seen my second one, but wow! Her yeah. first tattoo. It's a picture of a dick. <laughs> it's on her butt. An erect. I really hope my parents are not listening. It's just to like this. A, it's what I do. <laughs> In a circle around. It. I didn't think it was very classy oh, either. Man. I'm surprised you got we it. Sh- we should definitely uh, promote this episode to Salem High School people because I don't think anyone else is going to. I don't know. It's gonna- <laughs> Certain parts of it. Yeah, well, your can, story very good. Like, yeah. and like, but then my we just went off the rails. You know, we can my uh, we can make this a little bit. more, We can bring this back universal because I I know you guys joke a lot about using foul language on on the podcast, and um, I'll tell a, a very short story about. My, I told you my dad does not like to swear. He thinks it's ungentlemanly. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, um, my dad and I did a, a weekly ski program together. Like we would go to ski Bradford Bradford. Which was this little ski oh Bradford ski Bradford? Did you ski up there? Is like eight hundred vertical mile v- vertical eight, feet eight hundred <laughs> vertical miles eight hundred holy oh, shit. shit! So so we would take a bus from Woodbury Middle School and go go night skiing at Ski Bradford. It was really I, I look back on that time fondly. You know I did was, that a few times in middle school too. A little night skiing. Yeah yeah, it was yeah. great. In night skiing, really that fun. was honestly if you know anything about skiing was so shitty. It was just it was granular or ice. Oh That's yeah, because by the, by seven o'clock it's like everything all was totally off, skied off, and then it got really cold. Exactly. So everything, anything that exactly. was kind of watery, just froze. Like, yeah. well, you know what? I never went night skiing. All right, but while you guys were all just gallivanting around, I was hanging out with a little band that I love, and we were night swimming. All right. Aww. Aww. Um. So it's REM. Why- I know them. I know them. Okay. Calm down, calm down. Calm down. So, no, whatever. Just tell your goddamn uh, story about skiing. I'm gonna. Well, it's actually back. it's about swearing. So uh, one night after ski Bradford, we're back in the lodge and we're packing up and getting ready. And there's I, I'm probably like 11 or 12, and my my dad's there with me. And there's this group of teenage boys um, sitting at the table next to us, and they are. I mean, they were like inventing new new curse words. That that's like they were they were they had overused the existing curse words right, right. at this point. Like they were. Swearing up a storm, like calling people like squirt perps and stuff. Just like, like are they every, making up? Like, ju- I mean, they they were just squaring, like, swearing a lot. Future truck driver mouths of America. Right. So my dad quietly got up and sat next to them and tapped one of them on the shoulder, or just said, "Excuse me, excuse me, boys, excuse me, gentlemen. There is a young lady present, so I would appreciate it." if you didn't use that kind of language in front of my daughter. Wow. And because I was 11 or 12, and because these were cute teenage boys, 
This was the worst day of your life. I was like... You went, fuck you, Dad! <laughs> it was the worst day of my life until seventh grade when I pooped in the woods and everybody bullied oh. me. Um, but, but yeah, I... Did uh, they stop swearing? I think they were just so shocked. Well, because your dad is one of those... He's like kind of a big guy, and I can imagine him... With a calm voice being yeah. even more imposing than a yelling voice. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's the kind of guy that could really sit down and, like, I'm going to ask you something once. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> and you'd be like, uh, uh. Yeah. Like, your dad's a nice, I mean. Oh, no, he's wonderful. He's never yelled at super me. Super nice, super thankfully. Funny. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that's my dad's position. My dad has such a firm position on foul language that he will even embarrass his poor preteen daughter. What a horrible life you've led. I know. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, we should talk about that. And but also the truck driver thing reminded me of just a quick story about Jim. I was driving Jim up to a wedding last summer, and there was a truck driver who came up beside us. So Jim stuck his head out the window and did the the thing where you pull down in your hand to try to get him to blow the horn. Yeah. But Jim is you know 20, a twenty nine year old man. I was twenty eight at the twenty eight at the oh, time. Okay. And the truck driver just looked down at him and just shook his head. <laughs> <laughs> just said like no dude come on it's like i'll do it for five-year-olds yeah, exactly exactly don't yeah. make me waste this on you well i had one time when i was uh we had moved to a new house when i was in sixth grade and i was standing outside on the uh, driveway shooting baskets and we had just moved in and this big truck is driving down east nashville road which is a tiny little road yeah. slows down in front of the house and i look over at him like what does he want and he's looking at me and then I, after, like, a good 30-second pause, I did the motion. He beeped the horn twice and rode off. <laughs> like, he was expecting like it. Like, he knew, like, oh, this is going to make this kid stay. And then when I was already over it. I was like, it's actually, I was, like, 13 years yeah. old. I'm like, all right. It's <laughs> funny, though. <laughs> it was great. Like, it was awesome. It's actually some kind of code. Like, a truck driver knows it's his responsibility to make to, to do the beeping horn, but he will only do it if asked. Mm-hmm. But he knows that a kid is going to ask. Right. So he's going to wait for you to ask. Because he wants to beep the horn, exactly. too. That's the thing. Why didn't he beep the horn for you? I guess because you're just, you're really, you I guess he was creepy. Like, he probably, maybe he thought I was making fun of him. I don't know. Maybe he thought I was like mocking the whole thing. <laughs> he like, kind of were. It's a symbiotic relationship that's been going on for centuries. I, I like that. Since the dawn of time. <laughs> I like that you were so over it when you were 13, and then yet, last summer, it's like, yeah! Well, the best thing about doing that was, like, when you're on a school bus going on a trip to, like, Odeon Point or something, yeah. and all of a sudden you see a truck, and there's, like, 20 or 30 little boys going, yeah! They pump in the air, come on! And then eventually one truck will finally do it, we're like, yeah! It was, like, the greatest thing ever. Oh, actually, man. I think the best yeah, part times. of being a grown-up and being in your, like, mid to late 20s is that you stop caring about what looks cool anymore and like yeah. all of the all of the angst that you had when you were a teenager and all of the things that you like pretended so hard to be over when you're in your 20s you allow yourself like a resurgence of excitement like beep the horn yeah I, it would have kind of made my day if he had beeped that horn <laughs> but also it made my day when you told me that he just shook his head he looked at, at me and was just like I don't think so. <laughs> like, no, dude. Yeah. Nice try. Nice try. I save this for little kids and chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. you, man. Uh, all, right. all right. Well, let's. Uh, I think it's a good time to take a break and come back. We're at the 47 minute and 26 second mark. And counting. Um, okay. Pre- pre-editing, of course. Um, so let's come back and try to learn some lessons from this uh, scatological hogwash of uh, wonder. Is that your new favorite word? Uh, scatological. Uh, for this, for this episode, yes. 
A yeah. scatological hogwash is a disgusting. <laughs> it's about concept. poop, but then it also sounds complicated and smart. What's so know? counterintuitive? That's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess scene. I don't think it is. Okay, you guys know what time it is. It's time for lessons. Lessons learned. Craig. Yes. Start us off. All right. Well, let's go over what happened in this episode. Allison innocently took a poop in the woods at a young, tender age. I feel like sometimes certain things you shouldn't tell people. If you take a poop in the woods, you you should really trust the person that you're divulging that information say, to. I gotta say, I've done a lot of camping and a lot of outdoorsing. I've never taken a poop in the woods before. That is shocking to me. And I'm not, like, afraid to. Well, I think as a kid I was, but I've always found a situation, even if it's, like, that little outhouse that literally is a hole dug in the ground with a piece of wood around it. Like, it's always been saved for that. I yeah. think I was worried about the toilet paper situation. I never knew what to do. I think In leaves, the idea, I'm like, that just doesn't seem right. I, yeah, don't, no. even re- I don't even remember the mechanics of, of that part of the story, honestly. But I really never have. I've never yeah. taken a poop in the woods. And I don't think, you know, then there's nothing wrong with that. No. Does I, a human shit in the woods? The answer is yes. I would actually... I mean, hopefully not, but yeah. Uh, I, I bet someone's pooping in the woods right now. I am often a victim of my own honesty. Mm. And that, that, is, that is the lesson learned. That sometimes it is more than okay to just lie or just don't Because some, well, yeah, some people are just going to be dinkuses about and it. It's how, especially it's how, in middle school. It's how middle school Kids. bullying goes. Here's an example of one, one thing happened to me. It was in eighth grade. Some people, I was learning how to play guitar at the time, and some people decided that, I think it was Joey Frieda, who we've talked about before, mm-hmm. he decided that my nickname should be Jimmy Haldricks, which I thought was kind of funny. but kind awesome. Of, but yeah, it was great. So, but then like, then he twisted it on me like a month later. He was like, yeah, Jimmy Haldricks, like, what a nickname to give yourself. And I was like, then I was like, uh. I'm like, I didn't make it up. Then he, then he said, you can't get it up. And then it turned you for like a month. Jimmy Haldricks can't get it up. It was like became the oh. joke. But yeah, that I, shit was hilarious. But yeah. I was able to play it off and be like, guys, like, come on. Like, and then eventually they they gave it. I'm like, you know, I, I did like the ha 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 right. enough times where they were like, all right, this is party har. They anyway. So in summary, don't be a victim of your own honesty. Everybody poops, mm-hmm. and everybody will have a turn one day at being. The victim of bullying yes. as well. I have a whole, like, crazy story about being bullied. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's that. a good teaser for Jim's yeah. forthcoming story. Mm-hmm. The fifth yeah. grade. That was the worst, that was the worst like, three months of my entire life. Name and names. Without a doubt. I'm going to name names. Well, I think I'm going to name names. That's why I'm not ready to tell you. I, I don't know. Well, let me get your opinion right now. If I name names, does that come across as petty and vindictive or just telling it like it was? Um... It depends on how you tell the story, Jim. I think this is it's very it, it, it can go either way. I say you maintain the upper hand if you don't name names. Jim Hall's got the upper hand. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, I'll have to think about. It. That's why I have to think about it more. Anyway, that's a whole yeah. other thing. Don't don't make it a big deal about withholding names. Just like you know, tell the story. Um, but that'll happen at a later episode. Yes, and also you shouldn't spit on people. No. Just, just a, as a rule, I think you should you shouldn't do that. It's gross. Yeah. Unless but if you unless get on, don't let that stop you. Keep right. riding that bike. Yeah. Right. Well, I I got back on the bike. Get back on the horse. Yeah. I I just thought of a funny poop story. <laughs> if you want to hear it, it's really quick. 
I, I do. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm always it, up for a poop story. It was more just amazing to me than anybody else. Uh, you know how, like, I don't know if you guys felt this, but when I was in grade school, like, first grade, I was kind of afraid to take a poop at school. Like, I thought, like, almost like it was, like, almost like to be ashamed or something. I don't know. I don't know if you guys, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. But I thought it was, I mean, even mm. to the point, there was you one know, time there was a bully kid in, in the bathroom, and I was in the stall taking a pee, and as I came out, he's like, I heard your poop fall in the water. I'm like, I didn't take a poop. Like, but he's like trying to embarrass me. It was really weird. Like, and that was his way of like freaking fucking with me. But that, that's not the story. But I was like, that sort of, the story is, <laughs> I'm losing my mind right now. I'm trying to, hey, I got a back <laughs> Like, hey there, buddy. I no, heard, he literally I said it. Poop I went out. Water. I so went out some to sort of wash prison my, I went out to wash my hands, and he's like, looks at me, like, and he's like, I heard your poop fall in the water. Oh my god! It's like, uh, <laughs> That's really okay, crazy. yeah, it was really weird. Um, the kid's name was Roger. I don't know. He was a great. He was in your brother's grade. Uh, uh yeah, he was. Actually, know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's right. I live right down the street yeah. from me. I think I'm assuming. Um, he was actually. He was always nice to me. Yeah, oh yeah, he was fine. Anyway. And he appreciated the sound that my poop made <laughs> as it fell into the water. I only so mentioned that because that was corroborating me, like, being afraid to take a, take a poop at school. But, and it was one day in first grade that I, it was like emergency. My cycles were off. I didn't go in the morning. My before. cycles were so off. So I had to go so bad. I was, like, freaking out. Kind of like, we're talking about you can't, you can't resist. Like, you have to just go. So I went in there in the bathroom, did my business, and I, I stood up. It, the poop must have been, like, a foot and a half or two feet long to the point... He touched the bottom of the tank, God, did a 360 degree, and a piece was sticking out of the water. <laughs> I was so amazed by this, because I agree that I weighed like 45 pounds. I was like six years old. I was like, half of me came out then. And I wanted to show somebody so bad, but I couldn't. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> this is the craziest episode. <laughs> It was like seeing Bigfoot. It was crazy. I couldn't even <laughs> believe it was possible. It didn't make any sense. I'm going to go home to New York and my, my friends and coworkers are going to be like, how was your vacation? What, what did you do when you were in LA? You learned a lot. I talked about a lot friends. about poop. <laughs> yeah, Actually, did. you know, my friends will be like, that's not surprising. Yeah. What else did you do? We had some poop talk off mic. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't stop, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and germs. Don't you miss those days, though, when you were, like, seven years old and somebody was like, hey, poop? <laughs> like, those are, like, that was, like, the height of humor. Well, <laughs> saying poop. Miss those days. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that uh, we are doing that right right. Well, mm-hmm. I want to think we're slightly more sophisticated than hey, that. No, no, we can, we can appreciate the humor for the context, as, as well as for just what it is. Right. Yeah. Way to spin it. Good story, Morgan. Way to spin that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like the... the hey, uh, this is the spin zone, all the, right? The one that is Salem only episode right now. Yeah, I know. This is like... <laughs> Na- Wyndham Salem name drop central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Cardner. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic I, comb over, by the way. That's if a name. I were, if I were to recap this episode, it would go like this. Blah, 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 poop. Blah, 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 I was sad. Natalie Sears. Jen Bong. Kendra Mertz. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. not be listening right now. Well... Joey Frieda, Danny, Danny Fasula, <laughs> Dana Klein, Sarah Matt, uh, Matt Toback. Hey, let's start that search. Where's yeah. MattToback.org? This would be the greatest thing in the world. Someone's like, if they wrote into Old Man on the Mountain at gmail.com and said, I know Matt Toback. Or I am Matt Toback. We've been looking for Matt Toback. Not really, I mean, looking. Not actively, but yeah, we've been that, hoping to find him. 
We were hoping he'd find us. I, that would be, a, I should be a great episode for the show I'm working on. It's like, I'm looking for this guy, Matt Tobeck. It's like, why? It's like, it would be awesome. <laughs> That's, like, were you good friends with him? Barely talked to him. <laughs> he was, he was just, he was a fun guy. He left in seventh grade. We never knew he was leaving those. So we never had to really say goodbye, even though I wouldn't uh, have anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, though, even though I wouldn't have anyway. Same with, with uh, Eric Thompson sort of disappeared too. Mm-hmm. Although he apparently Ken Finney's parents are friends with his parents or something, but... Here, more names. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so I already I said the email. I they all pooped. Um, they must. I, well, you'd, you'd think. So if you want to write in, as I've said before, it's oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at oldmenpodcast. You can look us up on Facebook. We have all kinds of little links and pictures. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. This has been a pretty good one. Pretty good. <gasps> no, it's actually been very good. It's been I, real and it's been fun. I've had a very... It hasn't been real fun. It has not been real fun. But I've had, I actually had a blast. I hope people enjoyed listening to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, your, your story you just told about the poop, uh, just how, how humor, or how immature I am. I think that's the hardest I've laughed in my life. I, actually, I think, it, I think it shows, A, why we were friends when we were 15, and B, why we're still friends. Yes. The lowest common denominator? Is that why? Yeah. Precisely. All right, well, I guess we'll end on that. And no one quite liked us. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, Allison. And it's, yes, been, it's a yes. pleasure having you around. We have a, a whole rest of the weekend to hang out. Thank so. you, guys. It's so great to be here. No, no it, it's always a pleasure to see you. <laughs> Sorry, it's always, always a pleasure. <laughs> no, it's been, it was great, and we're happy to finally get you on the podcast. It was so fun. Me too. Yeah, and now you see why we didn't want to do it on Skype. It's more fun to be in the room together. Yeah, I like how we're ending the podcast on basically an "I told you so" note. How fitting. Oh. That's how we end a lot of them, I think. It's like lessons learned. No, I do. I do see. I do see. Because the Skype actually does sound better than I thought it would. I have friends that do it. The Nice Guys Book Club. Mm -hmm. That's all done on Skype. And you really wouldn't know. It sounds great. A fun podcast. It's great. Josh Androsky is on uh, episode six. Five or six. Yeah. Hey, funny guy. Good stand-up comedy. You can look him up on YouTube. He's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Also a member of Rock City Railroad, we've mentioned. Anyway, Allison's going to bear witness to Rock City Railroad on Sunday night at the drawing room. Jim's karaoke band. Rock City! Okay, let's get the hell out of here. All right, thank you, you, for, thank people, you for listening, everyone. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you next week. Live free or die. Scatological. Polypropylene. Strapping. Strapping.